Hello there, welcome to another episode of our podcast. I'm your host Key, and I am joined by Claudia with a K and Tech. On today's episode, we wanted to talk about Fruitvale Station. Let's see it, sure. So, we'll kick things off a little bit about the story. Uh, have you some th- thoughts on that, Claudia? Yeah, I suppose the best way I can sum it up, it's it's a true story of horrific events that took place on New Year's Day in 2009, where Oscar Grant was shot by the police at a title train station. So I suppose the movie attempts to recreate a narrative around his last day or some historical context around his character. So that's the best way I would sum it up. But Kiho, about yourself, you usually have a, a good summary of the movie. I think looking at Fruitvale Station, you kind of have to ask, how do you tell the story of a man's life? And to summarize it so well into a Day in the Life movie, well, you pair up Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan, of course. They bring humanity to a story where Michael B. Jordan gets to play every card in his deck. A loving partner, a caring father, the family man, a charismatic trickster, a thug, a victim. Here we see that Oscar wasn't a man without his struggles and a past, but he doesn't give up. He keeps trying because he has things precious to him that he doesn't want to lose. A series of events lead him to that day and that place. And a series of events will lead to its ultimate conclusion. It's the story and the humanity of the characters that we meet along the way that really leaves an impression with this movie. Yeah, I would be I would be in complete agreement with you here. But uh, one line that you said, well, how do you tell a story of man's life? I'm sure we're going to get more into it under our likes and dislikes. But this particular movie, I suppose, considering that we already know the ending of it, going into it, which kind of further emphasizes, um, sorry, which is further emphasized by the real footage in the first seconds of, of the film as well so kind of in the first you know 20 seconds we know what it is about um the movie in a way does not try to glorify the figure um it just tells the story as it happened it it kind of tries to stay real to the to the events that took place so we start with the mobile phone footage uh, and then we go back into days leading up to the events and further back to to kind of get a glimpse of Oscar's life and I suppose the struggles, obstacle he's trying to overcome to to get where he is on the day of tragic events took place. I suppose without revealing too much uh, details about the movie is the best way I can sum up uh, what the movie is about. Yeah, I think without trying to avoid spoilers, although because this is based on true events... And there is that footage at the start. There are bits you know, but I still think this is still a journey that you're kind of going to want to enjoy. And we don't want to spoil too much of this journey for people because it is something to experience. And kind of take away even from this, you might get a hint that there's definitely some things we like about the film. Claudia, would like to kick this off? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I suppose 
for me, the best place to start is to talk a bit a bit about the main character in the movie, portrayed by Michael B. Jordan, as you already mentioned. I mean, look, his performance, um, I believe being a ri- rising star at a time, is, is just outstanding. He he gets the, the kind of the feeling of impending doom quite well. However, you can clearly you can clearly see that, you know, he's using all his tricks. However, he can also kind of I don't know, he almost like absorbed the character of of Oscar Grant and he just puts that on the screen really, really well. Um uh, funny enough, I read up some trivia that Ryan Coogler created the project with Michael B. Jordan in mind. I mean, that says a lot about an actor. Even though, although emerging, you know, director, the role is just made for him. And, and you can really see that in his performance in, in this particular movie as well. Uh, yeah, I think the way Michael B. Jordan just performs this is just, it's so soft. It's so caring that, like, I always knew he was a good actor. But you could argue, that, yes, this is a breakthrough performance for him. But I think like that, like you said in your intro key, he is giving a range of different aspects. And we see that in his acting where, yeah, the runtime of this film is just under an hour and a half. And he's the center point of it. He gets every little emotion across where, yeah, you, I suppose it does give you the impact of, you know, what is coming. And he does give you that connection very quickly. Now, Saying that, I do think him and Kugler are a perfect pair for that because Kugler can very clearly get the best out of him and Michael B. Jordan definitely feels comfortable enough to, I suppose, leave that emotion out in his performances. In an amazing filmography that he has, I do think this is his strongest role. Um, You see the man, Michael B. Jordan, you see the actor in him, And you see the creative force and I suppose the important person that he, well, he wanted to make this film as well with Kugler. um, And you can get that message across as well. So I think it's a perfect summary of him in that sense. And my kind of final point on him is he really has that screen presence. For somebody that hadn't really, I suppose, got that leading man role or a franchise film. Um, you know, he wasn't, we didn't know him with this big presence for, let's be honest, a small film, a very tight film. His presence is infectious. Um, I think he actually makes everyone else in the cast around him better who, who he interacts with. He's just, he's got this beautiful presence where, you know, it's a role that I'm sure he's proud of, but also it could inspire other actors to just go, hmm, okay, you know, with the right material, you can elevate it up. And yeah, the two, um, the director and the actor are a perfect pair here. And I was so glad that they went on to do more things together as well. Uh, but this, with their first pairing, it's just beautiful. Michael B. Jorn is, he's just outstanding in it, really. Yeah, Michael B. Jorn's performance here uh, it's a thing we've complimented in other movies in the past. Like, it's very natural. It comes across as it's so human. 
like we've said, he gets to do these different characters because he gets to show these different sides of his personality. So we see how he interacts with his daughter specifically, how he interacts with his partner, his mother, his, I think, uncles. You see these caring parts, these things where he's making jokes, um, kind of doing uh, slight things here and there. It shows like he's not a perfect person, but he is putting the effort for these people. And this is, let's say, a more positive side of him. But there are also flashes of anger and having to show strength to certain people in certain situations, which is very different to the guy we're seeing for the majority of the movie. But you still believe this is part of him. You buy that this is part of him. And even though he is hiding this so much from his family, he will show this to the world when he thinks that it's necessary. And... The way Michael B. Jordan does this and it doesn't feel like this weird out of place swing. You feel like, no, this is a man reacting. And this is something that even though he's trying not to do it, it is part of him still. And the way Michael B. Jordan takes all these things and make him feel part of the character, it's like, it's just stunning, really. Yeah, and I suppose speaking of of actors as well, maybe kind of moving Michael B. Jordan aside, I personally was really impressed with Octavia Spencer's performance in it as well. So she is portraying character of Oscar's mother and you can just see how devastated she was as a, as a kind of mother to, to hear of her child being shot. You know, you have this sudden turn of a person so warm and caring as she's kind of portrayed in the in the first half of the movie. And then she's just crushed, you know. You also have this whole guilt beginning to tear her apart. Um, you know, as she was the one who told Oscar to, to take the train instead of driving, you know. Again, a really, really powerful uh, performance as a kind of supporting cast. Um, funnily enough, I, I did want to give her a bit of credit uh, as well in this episode. Um, so supposedly after funding fell through for uh, for this movie, Octavia Spencer actually offered to forego her salary for the role to, to help them to help and keep the movie on on the budget which kind of shows a little bit of kind of behind the scene indicating how important for many people it was for this movie to be made yeah octavia spencer is a really strong addition to the cast here because as you said we see her as the loving caring uh mother part of the family unit and you do kind of buy it that she is a mother to Michael B. Jordan. But we do see in different scenes, she also does know him better than many of the other people do. Because she knows of these sides that he tries to keep hidden from people. And you see how she can react caring and how she can, in fact, sometimes react kind of uncaring or less caring. And you do buy it all. And yeah, this is a great thing of... I think it's a great acting pair because you can see she's feeding Michael B. Jordan, he's feeding back to her and they're reacting in great ways. Like, I'll say it again, it is also a very natural performance. Octavia Spencer, I've liked her in other movies as well and I didn't actually know beforehand that she was in this movie but I was really glad that she was and yeah, you can see that she was given a good role here and she really relished the opportunity. Like you said that she went for winter Saturday 
And I think that's because she probably really did connect to this script. That it wasn't just, quote-unquote, the African-American woman character. It was a mother, first and foremost. Mm. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah, for sure. She's... She's somebody that I think you can kind of forget that she can turn a performance like this in. And again, I suppose, as what you said with Michael B. Jordan's character, and I think we've all kind of said in in some shape or form, she's natural. Um, And that really does get across the story and the message very well. And you kind of forget, oh, that's a recognisable actor that I know from somewhere else. And you just look at the person. It's not even a character anymore. It's just the person you're watching on screen. And yeah, that's a skill for everyone involved, really. But extra props to the actor for for getting that across so comfortably as well. Yeah. And one thing I I did quite like in how this movie was approached. And we know Octavia Spencer and Mike B. Jordan have contributed. But this is the importance of family. That is a reoccurring theme throughout the movie. And is you know, we've dealt with the parent and child relationship from that side, but we also see how Michael B. Jordan's Oscar interacts with his brother and his sister, and it's a good way that you kind of get that they kind of play off each other. They can be kind of helpful and not so helpful at times. That was a really fun thing of it, like because you can buy that they are people that are connected to each other, and there is also moments with Oscar's daughter and you see him kind of being the father figure for her including one times if mom says no dad says yes but quietly off to the side where mom can't tell and these kind of things really help build out this movie you get a more sense of what's going on what's going on in this world Mm. and I suppose with that it does feel like a world lived in as well it's not I suppose you know, sets and, you know, the dressing everything up, it feels very real. And with the world building, it does give you a very strong identity. You know, I mean, some of the main locations we encounter, um, it gives you this kind of, it's a personal, it's just this could happen to anyone. And that's what you're kind of looking at with the film as well, that it is just following a man and a normal day. And that's how he treats it. I think one scene in particular that does strike that world building for me is he's filling up his car and, you know, he pets a dog and then the dog gets knocked down. And just, I suppose, how empty that scene is, it's very, well, real, I guess, you know, and uh, without sounding, sounding cliche, it is very real in the sense that, like, yeah, maybe nobody came to help him. Maybe this did happen. You know, it did feel very kind of, oh, like, this could happen just any old day. It's a bit when he's at the supermarket, for example, and he's talking to people and just how he's interacting around the environment. You know, it feels like a world lived in. So every person he interacts with, yes, he's the central character, but how he interacts with everyone you feel like, oh, this is just any old day that you'd see everyone at the shop or, you know, you'd pass them on the street kind of a thing. And that's, that real aspect is a good skill to have and it is brilliant to get across on a film as well. It is very easy to just go, oh, that's just an extra. You know, this fe- this actually felt like real people 
um, which, considering the the subject matter and the, how personal the story is, is a huge, huge victory for the film. It you know really gets that across. You know this could have very well been a Hollywood tearjerker, but it's actually felt like a more smaller, personal story. And I think the world building definitely helps a lot with that. This leads me on to another point which I quite liked in how this film was written is actions and consequences. Everything does come together to make things happen. So throughout the movie there's these little seeds being sown throughout the way and something seemed like world building or just acting with interactions or things happening but it's all leading up to a point and it's kind of as the movie got on I saw how things were like together and I thought that's really good when things are functionally working for the story to make sense for reaching a climax point but also when they were just enjoyable on the way that's really good writing for me and this uh, leads on to I mentioned the climax and the thing is it happens not that late into the runtime as you would think. I will just say that I kind of class, let's say, the third act of the film, which is quite a decent chunk of the runtime still, as the chaos and the aftermath after a very big moment. And that was in the film when I noticed how much was left in the film and how good it was and stayed. I was really impressed with that. Because if you heard the basic story of this movie with spoilers, you might just think it stops at a penultimate moment but it does show what is left behind let's say and that leads up to i won't really spoil too much but just for impact there is a final scene let's say and a question is asked and the response is silence and leave it at that and it's just so impactful the movie has earned this moment and it really follows through with the quality on it and i suppose we're we're giving a little bit of silence because it it was a very powerful message especially in that uh final scene of of the movie and again there's there's no ifs and buts about it but i want to come back to what you were saying about the kind of actions and consequences um, well, I was kind of doing a little bit of research um, about this movie, I, I came across um, a really interesting review that kind of made me think a little bit more. Um, it basically noted um, how kind of honest of a portrayal we had of, I suppose, white and black relations in, in this movie. Obviously, Apart from the police officer who murdered Oscar, um, the film shows other interactions with random white people that are perfectly normal and and kind. So the movie does in a way acknowledges that whites and blacks exist in different cultures and explores the kind of the worst case scenario of how tragic the outcome can be when one doesn't make the slightest effort uh, of accepting the kind of humanity of the other. Um, 
so again that that was quite a powerful kind of message hidden in the background as well um so when i kind of seen that review it just made me come back and think about it a little bit more yeah the storytelling and themes of this movie are really good strong points but like many people know the name of ryan coogler now but back then he probably wasn't as known and did you pick up any good things he did for the direction deck yeah i definitely did i think it was you know it was a brisk film and it wasn't trying to dwell on anything in particular it moved along at a very nice pace i think he definitely got the best he could out of you know everything he was working with and it definitely is i suppose a film where you look at his filmography now and it is very strong i mean two marvel franchise films um another franchise film in creed and i suppose each of those films deals with grief and has a very strong personal message in the middle of them all you know with all its dressing over and i think this is you know it's it's the source of it he is able to get that personal side across very very well and i think it's a skill that we might not know him for particularly but i think this film is on its selling point is how how well he can direct a personal story you know as in reading interviews with him uh, at the time this was a very personal story to him and he definitely gets that across like where he's poured his heart into the film with a message as well and it he, he's not trying to preach a message across he's just telling a story and providing you you know a very powerful story and you definitely have to com- you know give him credit for something like that i do also think with the direction he's very very good on the cinematography here as well um how he's more than likely after picking a lot of these shots he's definitely hired a very strong dop to just get those very tight personal close-ups with our main character and yeah it's you know there's moments where he has a phone call with others um where you know, it, it it gives this kind of, I suppose, a very raw feeling, you know, where sometimes these kind of things are not, um, I suppose sometimes these could be shot on a very shiny, very, you know, clean look. But this kind of, not that it gives a dirty feel or anything like that. It just gives a very... Natural feel? Yeah, pretty much. And I definitely, you know, it can, it, it definitely helps everything involved with it. It's, you know, it's not shot very wide. It's a lot of tight close-ups. It's a very kind of medium to close-up kind of shots. And even, I suppose, when the event itself happens, how it's shot is very powerful. You know, it's very close. We do feel like we're standing with all of these other bystanders. And just that personality of the camera to include you in that story... That's a credit to the direction and it's credit to do director of photography. And it's just this beautiful, beautiful, natural feel throughout the film where, you know, I personally think Ryan Coogler's films are always very well shot. And this, 
at times I would argue is probably his best shot one with considering what he's getting across and things like that. Creed has some very powerful shots and both Black Panthers have, you know, he directs scenes very, very well. He blocks scenes very, very clearly. Here, I think smaller scale, you just feel more connected with it all. And not to say that I think Ryan Coogler should direct smaller films more. It's just, I think this is definitely his best work of it. Um, where I'd like to see him do more stories like this. And yeah, I definitely think as much as we can, you know, give praise to the story and the acting. I think the direction and the cinematography are very, very strong here as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I can say coming out of this movie that... I definitely was putting a thought into rewatches of this. And I'd say probably that cinematography is something that is consistently there and that it is uh, drawing you in. But we have covered quite a bit about what we like, but like no film is necessarily perfect. So I assume we do have some things we didn't like or nitpick. I'll leave that for each person to decide. Um. So yeah, for myself, we're all giving praise to... Michael B. Jordan. However, as good as he is, I think his supporting cast is just serviceable, really. Um, Octavia Spencer is giving a very good performance. Um, She's reliable. She's comfortable in the role, things like that. But I think if you take her out of the equation, I don't think there's a very strong supporting cast behind her. That's why you were so quiet when I was giving compliments about her performance. No, I think she's good. And I think good is perfectly fine for this role. Um, but yeah, that that's really it. You know, I've seen her do way better. Yeah, but just a small question in on that point. Is it maybe possible that Coogler kind of used his budget on Spencer and Michael B. Jordan and that maybe the rest of the cast he filled out with more newer actors who might be as experienced? possibly i will i would definitely um imagine so because even though michael jordan's given you know a career divining performance spencer's reliable good in this i wouldn't say she's bad she's i think she works very very well while well, she's handed here everyone else is serviceable in that sense there's a couple of faces that you might recognize from certain tv shows that have appeared in an episode here and there and that's kind of the level we have here you know it's they're they're good but actually to to key's point uh about i suppose the majority of the money going to kind of towards spencer and michael b jordan and the rest being filled with you know lesser known actors um there is maybe a little side note i have for you here um that might support key's argument uh, a little bit more there's actually a little uh cameo so um oscar's uh grand real mother uh, actually has a little cameo in the in the movie as well so i believe she plays one of the teachers at the kindergarten as well so maybe it was just a case Look, they spend majority of the budget on getting, let's say, the two most important characters in the movie, and they were willing to sacrifice the rest. No, of, of course. I mean, look, when I say serviceable, I'm not saying they're bad actors or they're bad performances. It's just that sometimes that can be a little bit distracting. 
when you do have that stronger actor on one side and this weaker actor here. Um, and that's really where I think the film is held back a little bit um, and just the performance level. Saying that, it, it isn't, you know, I've seen it done better, I've seen it done worse, way worse. Like I said, these actors, they're serviceable. They're coming in, they're doing what they're told, you know, as you can kind of see, they're they're getting their points across, but that's kind of it. Um, do you know, I think at times you could get that little step in a performance, but, you know, you, you, you shouldn't, you, you know, we don't need it as well, you know. It's more of just an observation, really, with the performances. Yeah, and I guess I'll cover one dislike I had with the film is actually kind of relation to, I think, how it was written. Because I don't think it was just down to portrayal. And that's the police, I think, are stereotyped a bit too heavily. In this movie, we are attached to Oscar we will be opposed to them. We will be opposed to the actions they take. Like, you've earned that. So, dehumanizing them so much doesn't make for an interesting villain. And I feel this kind of is a letdown after the realism and humanity that we've enjoyed of the rest of the storytelling. And while there was things in the story that even if they weren't great, but I still was willing to go along with it. This one, I felt, it just felt a bit too two-dimensional in what was otherwise a nice three-dimensional script. Uh, Claudio, have you some dislikes to add? Yeah, just to kind of in response to, to your dislike here. I'm not too sure, um, I suppose, the exact uh, course of events or what was being said by the police officers in in real life scenarios and i feel that you know i don't want to get too much into discussing them or or sharing my opinions uh about it but i'm just kind of beginning to think perhaps they had to animate those police officers um a little bit more for i don't know the best way i can describe maybe like a bigger impact you know like nearly like clearly spell it out to us in terms of who is in the wrong here that could be perhaps one of the reasons why they're a little bit too much in your face. Yeah. Um, like I'll say, I can kind of see why. And I think as you point out, for more impact, I think is why it was done. But I think for myself, it's, I think it still had a nice amount of impact without it. But like, it's not a massive movie record, of course. Like, so it's just like one thing that did kind of stand out for me in the movie. Yeah, I think one thing uh, that we can all agree on is that it is a very heavy subject uh, that it kind of tries to manage in its very short runtime, I want to say. And I'm, I'm kind of, look, a lot of us are kind of prepared for it going into the movie. We know what to expect. But overall, I don't think I have many... Uh, faults with the movie actually um, not that I can think of at least because in a way I feel that if I was to criticize the movie in any shape or form I would feel that it's really almost like a criticism on, on the main character which look life is life nobody is perfect you know the, the main thing here is that 
Oscar was on the right path of changing his life, you know, and look, a life that ended too soon. And that's that's where I'm going to leave it at. Uh, yeah, like we've covered our likes, we've covered dislikes. And then uh, what more can I say except Deck, is there any way you can think of how to rate this movie? That's an excellent question. And to provide you with the breakdown of said ratings, we've got a three-tier system. And that three-tier system starts at the top, where we go, it's a see it, it's a masterpiece. It's great. We loved it. Then, there's a don't see or Then, there's a maybe see it. Right in the middle. Maybe see it. And that's, you know, it's fine. Middle tier. It's okay. If you're looking for something to watch, you maybe see it. And then right at the bottom, don't see it. We do not recommend the film. At all. Just don't. Don't open your eyes if you see the film on TV. Change the channel. Do something different. Is that a Freudian slip that you wouldn't even consider maybe? Yes. Yes. Very true. Very true. But yeah, no. If we say don't see it, there's three of us here. Just don't see it. Um, But yeah, that is a very quick rundown of our ratings. You're first. Oh, me first. Oh, okay. So for me, it's a very, very easy um, case with this one. I saw the film when it initially came out. Um, Not that I forgot about it or anything like that, but... I'm very glad to revisit it um, because I do think it's a very powerful film. I do think it's got a very strong story and message, a very strong leading performance. And for that alone, it's a see it. Uh, Claudia, would you like to give your rating? Yeah, sure. Um, It's very easy. It's a see it for me. Very difficult subject matter. Um, You know, a a story of, of a simple man in a way that was unknown until tragic events took place um and it's all packaged in in you know beautiful direction beautiful cinematography uh outstanding performances and it was my first time seeing it but i would gladly revisit it and to round up the ratings with my own one i will also call this a see it this is a pretty short movie and it is absolutely worth the watch like you've listened to our likes our fairly short section of dislikes it is a really good watch and i think it is good to see uh, this portrayal of african-american life in america and the struggles of daily life and altercations and interactions with the uh, justice system over there and I think kind of to bring it out to a close and yeah I will say this movie it certainly kicks off the new year with a big surprise and is a really good example of a day in the life kind of movie so to sign off it's uh so good morning good evening good night wherever you are listening and happy Happy new New year Year. (laughs) yeah happy new year